is Andy Wakefield, and this is the Andy Wakefield Podcast. This is a place where stories are told that have never been heard before. Welcome to the Andy Wakefield Podcast. My name is Lori Gregory. It is my privilege to co-host this podcast with the esteemed Andy Wakefield. Andy, welcome back to your own show. <laughs> it's always good to be back on your own show. It's good to be invited. Thank you. It's great. Great. We've got a fun times today. Yes. Tell us about our guest because I know you've known him for a while. I've never met him before and I'm really excited. So why don't you go ahead and introduce David Avocado Wolf. I love having David on talking to David because he is always full of the joys of spring. Doesn't matter what season it is, doesn't matter how dark and gloomy the world is, it's always uplifting. Can't say that about everybody. David is one of the most prolific posters on Telegram. And I, one of the questions I wanted to ask you, David, today is, is about Telegram, because we're, like most people in this arena, we are looking to land somewhere that, that is relatively safe censorship-free. And, <laughs> and uh, we find ourselves sort of nipped and tucked wherever we go. So let's, why don't we start with that? David, welcome. Well, Thank you very much for coming on. And tell us about your Telegram experience. Okay, fantastic. Well, I, I was deleted off of YouTube with no strikes, no warnings, 10 years of work, wiped out back in 2017, and with no recourse. I mean, they were like, no, we're deleting you. There's nothing you can do about it. And I, you know, I was like, should I sue them? What should I do? I thought, you know what, if they're going to do this, if they have that kind of control, I will no longer ever put my heart and soul into a platform like that ever again. And that began my search for a platform that could be a safe harbor. And so that I could really post what I wanted there. And I, sure, I could still do a new YouTube channel. Yeah, I could do things on Facebook or other platforms. But those are really, the way I look at them, more battlefields. They're not a safe harbor. You know, this is Clausewitz's first dictum. You know, Clausewitz was the great strategist and uh, the great, I think it was Prussian, the great Prussian war strategist. He was like Sun Tzu of the West. Anyway, he said the first thing is you've got to have a strong base. You have to have a strong headquarters. So I eventually started looking, and and it was Edward Snowden recommended Signal and Telegram and several other sites, and I downloaded them all and started playing with them. This is about four years ago. And then eventually I found out a friend of mine grew up with Pavel Durov, who is the founder of Telegram. And, and I had been using Telegram, but you know, you never really know, is this really a safe platform? Is this really where I need to be? She's like, no, Pavel Durov is the best ever. This platform is amazing. This is where you want to be. And, and I, that was really what got me committed to Telegram. So I've been on it for about four years. And, and look what happened. I mean, I, I, I made the right call. Now it's the last place standing. I mean, every other platform. I was just in a battle with MeWe, and they had deleted some uh, Stop the Steal content, Stop the Steal related to the stealing of the election, the presidential election recently. And I said, what are you doing deleting content? They're like, oh, it was inciting violence. I was like, well, were you going to delete Madonna when she said she was going to assassinate yeah. President Trump? And burn down the White House. And burn down the White House. So, so you're you're going to just cower to the leftist, you know, communist agenda. And they really didn't have an answer for me. They really didn't. And so I'm like, oh God, MeWe is going to be another pile of garbage. Mm. Um, so now, really, I think the safe harbors are Gab, Telegram for sure. Telegram is my favorite by far. I love Telegram. I love what Pavel Durov's doing. I love his whole team. What, let, let me just lay this out for you, and I think everyone's going to get this when I say this. 
the thing that they do not want, and when I mean they, I'm talking about the, the deep state actors, the Bill Gateses of the world, the Rothschild banking families of the world, the royal, British royal family, the, the really dastardly people on earth, the, you know, the Emperor Xi and the, the Joe Bidens of the world. What they do not want more than anything is the union of American ingenuity with Russian technology. They are trying to stop that with everything they got, and they have been trying to stop that all along. And so once I realized that some years ago, I was like, oh, that's what we got to be doing then. That's it. And that's <laughs> that's one of the things that led me to Telegram. Tell me about this guy uh, who, who runs it, because he's, he's unknown to many, many people. Tell it, He sounds fascinating. He grew up in St. Petersburg with his brother and his brother and him, his brother's a lawyer. And so he's like the technologist, his brother's the legal expert. And they had built up a site that was like the Facebook of Russia. And they got screwed over by Putin and, and they, they got pushed out for some meager amount of money, which they, you know, they, they got maybe $5 million out of it, but it wasn't, you know, nearly what it was worth. And they basically got bullied out and, and Pavel and his brother were like, oh, really? You're going to do this to us? We're going to flee the country. So they went initially to London, and then now they're in Dubai, and they, they took their team of Russian hackers with them. And that's why I love Telegram, because they're on it moment to moment to moment with the hackers, right? So every platform, you know, you're going to have hackers attempt to break into your platform to attempt to um, aggregate data and export the data out. And you need people on it 24-7. And the best people in the technology world are going to be Russian hackers. And that's who they've got on their team. And so the, the two brothers have been able to not only like beat Putin back because Telegram is the most widely used messaging app in Russia. But now they've literally taken a chunk out of the entire world messaging market. Telegram is in the top 10 apps in the world downloaded. Recently had a surge. Over 100 million users have surged on the Telegram in the last 30 days. That's crazy. I was wow. introduced to it when I was doing some work with the Trump administration in and around the administration in late 17, early 18, and they were all using it. Everyone in the White House was using Telegram, and but it really got hot. Like the pat, like you said, like the past couple of weeks, everybody I know is popping up, right? Because if you have somebody in your phone book, in your phone. Once they join, just like with Signal or some of the other platforms, they pop up and say, oh, Jane Doe is now on Telegram, right? It's just been going bananas over the past couple of weeks. So they definitely are having their moment. What do you think, David, and, I, and we're going to talk about your book. We didn't trick you into coming here and spilling all your social media <laughs> secrets, but it really is interesting to watch people not know where to get their information. People are kind of scrambling, right? Yes. And and I thought we were going to see this in 17. I I have a blog blog that I don't run anymore. I don't do much with it because I'm busy building Andy's media empire with him. But uh, I had a blog called the Mom Street Journal and I started to get shadow banned on Facebook in 17. So I started looking for new places to go because I thought the boat was going to sink then. And Mayway and Gab, they were there. They were at the pole position. They should have made a breakout, but they didn't. And I, I think part of the problem, because I know Gab has been trying to move Parler over to their cloud system and to yes, their, right? Yes, that's correct. Yeah. And, and I, I, I've tried to log into Gab for the past week and haven't been able to. And I've heard other people say the same thing. So I don't know if they are robust and maybe they're having problems integrating. I don't know. But they, have you found that Gab is 
they should be picking up where Facebook left off and they're just missing it, I feel like. What, what have you seen with Gab? Okay, so Gab just doesn't have a robust enough server bank. They, mm-hmm. they are very slow and it's hit or miss. When you're trying to use Gab from a phone, forget it. You've got to be on like a desktop or something. I like Gab. I like the layout. I like the format. They need to massively upgrade the amount of servers that are that are operating behind their system because it's so slow. It's mm-hmm. so ridiculous. It just lugs along. So they, they need some change in their business model or something because most people get to Gab and they're like, this is so slow or they can't get there because it's not an easy app to get onto your phone. Yeah. And then inevitably they go forget it. Now, what what I like about Telegram and the reason why it's it's so wonderful is because it is mostly a messaging app. So you can run your business through Telegram. You can run your personal messages through Telegram. But then there's a feed and the feed is in order and it just comes right to people's phones. It's so I mean, I'm having so much fun with Telegram. I just don't I, I mean, I don't care. You know what I mean? It's like I. People are like, well, you know, Telegram's like WhatsApp, and I really want another WhatsApp. It's like, well, first of all, it's way better than WhatsApp. For second mm-hmm. of all, WhatsApp is totally spied on and is an abomination. And owned by Zuckerberg, so owned we by don't Zuckerberg. need another. Yeah, exactly. yeah, who's a total communist maniac, vaccine crazy. MK fact, Ultra I, victim. He's yeah, out MK, there. He's out there, completely, totally a propagandist and into the whole thing. I watched the Project Veritas stuff last night of him talking to his people and just what, what did you think it. i saw a little bit i felt like it was so tight in the control that he, he's a communist maniac he's a commie right and that what what that means is that, it, that it's just all propaganda and i think actually based on my analysis and what i've heard about him from people who've had dinner with him and stuff and over the years is he knows he actually knows it's not just that he's just like a duped commie and he just thinks that like oh no no we need to steal everyone else's wealth and we we don't want to incite any any you know violent rhetoric on this platform so we're going to delete anyone who incites violent rhetoric except the madonnas except the the late night tv show kathy griffin yeah yeah we're gonna yeah yeah, and all those people that's okay as long as it's violence against people who actually want less government or people who want less control of their lives or violence against libertarians, we, that's okay. But uh, if you try to incite violence against you know, a communist group, then we're going to get you. You've been listening to the Andy Wakefield podcast. To continue the conversation, go to 1986theact.com slash membership, where for $5 a month, you can subscribe and access the Andy Wakefield podcast in its entirety and much more.